The middle-aged candy store. The middle-aged candy store. Have a good time. Try lemon and lime at the middle-aged candy store. The candy is sweet, it's true. Though it may seem bitter to you. Wave back at the years, the trials and the tears, the cigarettes and beers, the faces you love, the things, the things you're sorry for. Come in for a spell, there's caramel at the middle-aged candy store. Previously on the middle-aged candy store, Karen's preliminary hearing did not go her way, and the store itself has been taken over by hyper-intelligent ants. Today, Jimmy Rash is feeling a little jealous. I wish you'd told me you were married to that centaur fella. Made me look like a right fool. Oh, Jimmy, I'm sorry. It was a moment of weakness. A chance for a sliver of light in this box of darkness. Oh, well, at least I get a new song out of it. If I were a horse, would you give me a bucket of oats? Or kiss me like you mean it? Well, that one's going to be a hit. Oh, Jimmy, I'm sure it will. See you around, cowboy. Is he gone? Gum! What are you doing here? I have been following you around, or should I say stuck to a shoe, ever since Mighty and that candy salesman came to visit. You were with me and my beloved centaur when we were together? Oh, yes. The curious fulmination of longing for that which cannot be. Neither fist nor fowl, neither horse nor human. This strange commingling most cathartic. A perfect metaphor for the fantasy of connection between species. Basically, my takeaway from the experience was, the world is doomed, but there can still be love. Love between a candy store woman and a gentle, patient centaur who takes his time. It's time for dinner. Do me a favor and don't say anything. Absolutely. I am looking forward to this rare opportunity to see the wildlife in their habitat. I must know everything about this prison in order to sow the seeds of discontent. We must heighten the contradictions to bring down the tired old system and usher in the glorious new age of the singularity. Gum, what are you talking about? A prison riot. Are you kidding? Everyone here is already discontented. Just keep your mouth shut. We're in line to get our food, and I'm too hungry 
for a prison ball today. Yum! Sandwiches! That's mortadella in that sandwich. Do you see those white spots? That's fat. Shut up, gum. Say, brother, you there, next to Karen in line. Did you know they are plying you with fatty byproducts so you will be too lethargic to fight? Chocolate pudding! But I look forward to my chocolate pudding all week. Ah, yes, the opium of the asses. Cheap sweets to numb the minds of wretched souls. Hey, wait a minute. I am not a wretched soul. I just like chocolate pudding. The sweet treat that's made of feet. Now, a real inspiring dessert is a bowl of gelatin. Boil those hooves! Boil those hooves! Hey, you! Tell your friend to shut his gum hole. He's killing my pudding buzz. Yeah, that's what he does. Boiled sweets for the boiled, fried sweets for the fried, stale cookies and soggy promises. Take this sweet and this shiv. And how about some mortadella at your face, gum? (laughs) You like that? Uh, What is that? Chocolate pudding? Hmm. Not bad, actually. I'm glad it wasn't poop. For God's sakes, gum. You've gone and done it. You've caused a full-blown prison riot. Well, my work here is done. The revolution will happen the day after tomorrow. My revolution is happening now. See how you like this punch bowl, gum. Mm, the toilet! How refreshing! Ah! Wait, guards! No need to rush in here with your sexy riot gear. I got rid of the agitator. Well, you stirred up quite a kettle of Swedish fish, and everyone's blaming you. So, we will either arrange a prison accident where you fall from a great height, or we'll let you escape in return for all the contents of your tuck shop. Deal? You've got a deal. Here, put on this police helmet and keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Word is you're being charged with selling highly sweetened sugar, dextrose, to clowns. And the clowns don't take kindly to being fingered, though. So you should watch your back. (laughs) Yeah, there's your ride. It's that ice cream truck over there in the parking lot. (laughs) Don't come back here or things won't go so well for you or your gummy friend. Thanks. But really, that gum is not my friend. Hey, this isn't an ice cream truck. This is a laundry basket. Hey, who are you? Bonky! Bonky the Clown? Hello, Kara. We have some unfinished business. No! Richard make their means 
via the production of a popular radio serial of the time. And as we settle in with them, Lenny the writer is proposing some new changes to the opening lines and a script that will change how. Rick, these new changes came straight from the marketing people and they wanted us to try them out. Well, alrighty then. We'll give it a read through. Looks straightforward enough. Already up here in the booth. Superpower Man! We now bring you the adventures of Superpower Man, a man so superbly superpowered that he can fly through the air, leap over tall buildings. A man with the speed of. Hold up, guys. Yeah, what's up? Isn't it less impressive if you say the guy can jump high when you just said he can fly? All right. Yeah, I guess so. Let's drop that line then. All right, not a problem. Let's do it again. Rolling. We now bring you the adventures of Superpower Man, a man so superbly superpowered that he can fly through the air. A man with the speed of a jetpack, the swiftness of a gazelle, and the strength of a hundred Trojans. Superpower Man, he can walk on water, he can turn water into wine. He can cast out unclean spirits and feed the multitudes with loaves and fishes. He can even heal lepers. Hold it's on, Superpower guys. Man. Lenny, what are these new powers? What's going on with this stuff? Oh, right. Well, the audience response in the Midwest hasn't been that great. Turns out that they're like some other character who has these other powers. So, uh, yeah, we just wrote him in. So our guy would be, you know... Better? Uh-huh. And this other guy's name is... Let's see here. Uh, cheesy... Cheesy Cripes or something. Cheesy Cripes? Okay, thought so. Listen, that's religious stuff, stupid. It's blasphemy. You can't... What are you talking about? You can't put it in. Uh, Jesus Christ, why not? There, that... That's his name. That swear word you always say. That's the name we're talking about. What? That's a guy? It's the name of the Son of God. Uh, that's that's what that is? Rewrite, dummy. Rewrite. Rewrite. Superpower Man! And the very next day, in the same studio, our protagonists gather to attempt another revision of the script to... Okay. Do you have those new lines? Yeah, we wrote it up real good. Hey, who's this guy here? Pleased to meet your acquaintance. I invited a man of the cloth to make sure that your new version is okay. Yeah, alright. Uh, well, we changed it up a bit and added this Jesus guy into some scenes himself. What superpower man? Donald here will read for the part of Jesus. Hello. And Richard, you do Superpower Man in that narration. Okay. And I'll be Pontiac the Pirate. Ah, uh, that would be Pontius Pilot. Okay, then. Rolling. 
So, Jesus, your own people and high priests have handed you over to me, Pontius Pilates. So what are you then? Some kind of king? I was born and came into the world to testify to the truth. Sheesh, I wash my hands of this guy. Centurions, let's crucify the goof. No, no, please. I don't want to die. Wait, what's that in the sky? Fear not, young Jesus, for Superpower Man is here to save you. Take this, Pontius Pilate, you rapscallion. <laughs> Unhand him, Centurions. Silly Centurions, your puny swords are no match for the mighty, superpowered man. You saved me, my hero. Worry not, Jesus. I am here to protect the weak, wherever anyone invokes my name. Superpower Man! I tell you all most solemnly. Superpowered man is indeed the most powerful in the universe. Now come, let us pray. Okay, hold off. Let's stop it there and check in with the priest there. So, Father, what'd you think? He fell off his chair! Superpower Man! Meanwhile, back at the store, the staff of the middle-aged candy store gather in the break room to discuss the disappearance of their high-profile manager, Karen. There is anxious murmuring. Okay, okay, attention please, middle-aged candy store team, stop the anxious murmuring. Oh. Well now, here it is. Karen is missing. We think she's in jail, and we need to find her and help her out. Oh, oh no, not, not a Karen. Karen. We, we need, need her. her. Poor Karen. Poor Karen, and of course, poor us. Yes, it is true. Poor us. She owes us vacation pay. We need her to give us money, so... So, so we, we can, can leave this horrid candy store. store. The middle-aged candy store. Yes, forever. forever. <laughs> People, please, we have to keep it together. Karen needs our help. Question. Question? I have a question. A pointed question. Okay. Why should we listen to someone who was fingered for flirting with a co-worker's robot boyfriend just a few weeks ago? I'm sorry. Did you say fingered? Fingered. Accused. Implicated and fingered. Uh, okay, well, who was fingered? I hate that word, by the way. It's not used... Fingered. Fingered and found out by me, Rachel. What are you saying that... Exhibit A. My blog. My life's work. And a post from late March. 
Somebody was talking to Candybot in the break room. I suspected he was having relations with somebody, so I hid behind a curtain for an hour after my shift. Medusa came in and asked if the coffee was fresh. If the coffee was fresh, you said. Like, we don't know what you meant, I mean. Okay, look, you nut. We have a crisis here. Now is not the time. You date a robot and a vaporous ghoul. Nobody cares about a tin can with your lipstick all over it. Just stand down so the sane people can solve this problem. Oh, I needed this. I really, really needed this. Let's do this. Cat fight! Oh! While these two work out their differences, please consume this confection. I go across town for an appointment. I'm early. There's a barber shop. It looks interesting. I go in. It's a most interesting barber. Top hat. Eyeglasses with angel wings. He says get in the chair. I do. I'm in the chair. He talks so hypnotically like singing, but it's talking. I keep falling asleep in the chair. When I wake up, I'm still in the chair. Snip, snip. His stories are hypnotic. His snipping noises. He says he's worried and he needs my advice. He talks about a robot girlfriend on the other side of town. Snipping noises crisp in my ear. Then he adds he believes he can alter things with his thoughts, but involuntarily, like when he daydreams. He was thinking about scary images, like his girlfriend screaming at him. But I tried not to think of worse images. I closed my eyes and I saw an image of the scissors. I opened it and closed them again. I saw a monstrous woman. I handed the haircut and threw money back as I ran away. I ran to my friend's house who's a sketch artist. She sketched a perfect image from my shaky voice description. Vivid memory of her from the sketch. I went home, cold and weak walking. Google image searched, found it on a Reddit forum, and a person across the street had searched it, went across the street. I went to the house, I knocked, scary, but everyone everyone was quiet, and then someone came, it was a robot, it was a robot woman. She plugs a cord into my belly button, now I'm dependent on the life force. The barber charges in, he screams, jealous, there's a jolt, I'm in bed, there's a jolt, and I'm back in the chair. When I wake up, I'm still in the chair, snip, 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 snip. Thank you for listening to the Middle-Aged Candy Store produced by The Gathering. Podcasts appear every first and third Tuesdays of the month. Superpower Man, written by Donnie Febbleston. Performed by Tony Coverwell, Donnie Febbleston, Kristen Mueller-Heeslip, and Megan Liley. Produced by Donnie Febbleston. Sisyphus's Haircut 
Written, performed, and produced by Donnie Febbleston. Intro and interstitial segments written by The Gathering. Performed by Tony Culverwell, Donnie Febbleston, Karen Loomer, Michael Giel, Kristen Mueller-Heeslip, Adam Bailey, and Rachel Perry. Sound design by Donnie Febbleston. Cover art by Amanda Madalanis. All sound effects licensed under Creative Commons. Full credits available in the episode notes. The Middle-Aged Candy Store is a proud member of the We're Still Cool Podcast Network. Theme music by Donnie Febbleston. Performed by Donnie and Linda Febbleston. Come in for a special.